Hello, everyone, and welcome to our very first episode of Trashcast. I'm going to be co-hosting this. My name is Snaby, along with my co-host. Carl. Carl and I are, what would you say, reality TV enthusiasts seems not strong enough. Aficionados. Aficionados, just... Connoisseurs. Connoisseurs. Yeah. Love that. Reality TV Mm -hmm. connoisseurs um, who have decided to bring our love for the art into the mainstream media, if you will. Yep. Um, What can we say about our love for reality TV? It it runs deep. It's endless. Deep like the ocean. And, and, the good thing is that Carl and I are equal opportunity reality TV watchers. So, you know, we're not one of those people that only watch Bravo or only watch TLC, only watch MTV. We've been watching all of this for over a decade. I mean, you name it. And it's likely that we've either watched it or know the exact storyline and plot and, you know, keep up via social media. Would you agree? Uh, fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> um, you may be wondering, you know, how do we get here and who are we? So since it's our first episode, we'll take a few moments of your time to just give a brief background on ourselves. Um, Carl and I met at the University of Michigan. Go, go blue. blue, baby, go blue. Um, and uh, we knew each other briefly, not, you know, not too friendly, really. Not, not, not friendly, but just... <laughs> didn't know each other quite well and then we came acquaintances. back acquaintances acquaintances yep that's that's the right word we came back for our MBA and it was it was love at first sight love at first sight I actually think it was a love at first uh realization that mm-hmm. we both love the same television shows I mean what is more connecting and more bonding than the same the same tv show i mean especially one that's so stigmatized right yes exactly and so so just like we do not discriminate across reality shows we certainly don't play this whole bandwagon game okay Mm -hmm. um we like to get in at the very beginning of a Mm -hmm. show at the inception Um, because you know that's when they tend to be worse, you know, production quality, <laughs> you get more of the casting, raw, you know, the raw. Yeah. Yeah. The casting's all over the place, you know, you know, and as the show goes on, it starts to become a little bit more fine, a little more polished, um, you know, and that's, that's great too, but we like getting in on the front end and seeing, you know, how the sausage gets made, if you will. Absolutely. And there's no better, I think, show that encapsulates both our love and the and our, our loyalty since we've been watching this for so many years than the show that we are going to start our podcast reviewing and discussing, which is, drum roll, please. Drum roll. 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance, folks. Um, 90 Day Fiance, Wow. It's been a long journey with them. Um, and it's been one of the best journeys of my life. I'm not going to lie. Um, 
And the great thing about 90 day is that because it's been going on for so long, um, there, it has taken on many different life forms. You know, it's kind of like Medusa where it seems to grow a new head every half year, every year, which is just, it's the gift that keeps on giving to the viewers, you know? Um, so the fact that there's so many different spinoffs of 90 day, um, is great because you are never without one season ends, another spinoff starts that one ends, another one gets created. You know, you're constantly living this cycle. It's like, you, you never have to wait for a new, a new thing to come around. You never have to wait for your cup to be refilled. So, um, if you are new to the 90 day verse, um, just, you know, keep that in mind. Um, it's a pro in the sense that you'll never have to wait for a new season. It can be a con in the sense that you're going to have to learn how to manage your time a lot better in order to yeah. really time management is, is, is crucial in the 90 day universe because of the amount of spinoffs that there are. I mean, it's not just 90 day we're talking about, we're talking about happily ever after we're talking about before the 90 days, you know, the single life. I mean, there's the, a other, lot to way. Up on. the other way there's, there's a lot, but, but this specific season is, I know your favorite, your favorite spinoff, which is before the 90 days. And before honestly, after days. watching these two episodes, I think I agree with you because the whole premise of the show, right, is that people have 90 days to marry their their loved one that they're dating in another country. Once they bring them to America, they have 90 days to get married on the K-1 visa. Otherwise, they're, their partner's going back to Tunisia or wherever they come from, which a lot of the times, weirdly, is Tunisia. It's Tunisia. <laughs> hot spot. It's a hot spot. Yeah. So, so before the 90 days is, is this whole, you know, sort of, uh, microscope into what happens before they come to America, you know, yet generally it's the first time they're meeting. Uh, and there's, there's so much drama there. You can really get to see so much train wreck, which is obviously the highlight of the show. Um, and I mean, watching these first two episodes of this season, I am impressed. I'm very excited. First of all, for the season finale, so we'll be covering two episodes today. Sorry, season premiere, which was two weeks ago. I honestly felt like it was a little bit like Christmas morning when <laughs> I woke up. When I woke up that particular Sunday, um, I it had a very similar feel to me as Christmas morning. You know, I woke up, I was in great mood, just looking forward to what was to come a mere 12 hours later, what I had to look forward to. Um, just so much anticipation and just knowing that like, it was just the beginning of this, my favorite season. I was excited to meet the couples. Um, and yeah. So, um, yes. Yes. Could not agree more. I mean, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll go through each of the couples and, and give a little bit of, of a snippet behind, behind the scenes. Um, but I think they have really nailed down their casting and they have a great, the best I've seen. This is, yeah, this is, this is some really good work. Uh, we have an old, you know, an old 90 day flame that's that's back but other than that it's all new couples new blood which i love 
Um, and you know, I, I, I said, let's get into it. Let's, let's without further ado, let's get to know these couples, man. Let's get to know these couples. Our first up Jasmine and Gino. So Gino Ooh. is a 51 year old man from Canton, Michigan. Shout out Canton in the house, Canton house where I lived for, for many years until seventh grade, actually. Um, so I don't know whether to be impressed that we're both from Canton. <laughs> Mostly I'm concerned, but he is dating a 34 year old woman from Panama city. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so her name's Jasmine. Um, okay. So Gino and Jasmine, first of all, right off the bat points for alliteration, like good job. On that. <laughs> Has a very nice ring. Like that's a great couple. Yeah. You know, so they sound great together. Gino and Jasmine. Okay, so this I would say is on paper is your quintessential, the quintessential 90 day before the mm-hmm. 90 day couple that you love to see. Totally. You got your older, um, older white right? man with a younger foreign girl. It's gonna... it's the perfect setup. <laughs> Every time, yeah, never disappoint. That a little bit more, but yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That is, it, it's it's the perfect formula. Um, so I was very excited to, to see this couple grace my screen. Um, what, what are your first impressions on this couple? Oh, first impressions, first impressions, you know, Gino is a weirdo. I mean, I don't think there's any way around that. The the guy is weird, um, which makes for excellent TV. So I'm super into that. And I can't really figure out Jasmine. It seems like she's into him, but I don't know why. Um, she's clearly very jealous and, you know, one thing that she's for, for our listeners, one thing that she's having him do is record every time he goes out anywhere. Uh, he has to FaceTime her when he's in the car, when he's at his location, when he's driving back and provide evidence as she calls him (laughs) that he is doing what she says she's doing, which is weird. That's, that's insanity that, I mean, I get jealous. I get, you know. First of all, if, if this is a problem of yours, you know, this jealousy, uh, lack of trusting your, your partner, maybe, I don't know, maybe don't look for people who live in other countries <laughs> that like you cannot visibly, physically keep tabs on that you're not right. seeing in person on a regular basis. I don't know. That's, that just seems like perfect grounds for, um, yeah. For, for, for people to be sneaky, if they're going to be sneaky, I don't think Gino's sneaky. So Gino is hundred percent not sneaky. That makes the fact that Jasmine is so crazy and jealous <laughs> about it, like that much more comical. It is. And um, even her friend in the episode was like, you're oh, a psycho. Yeah, <laughs> she just said exactly. it point black. Like that is psychotic. Yes. And I couldn't agree with her more. Um, Let's see. So in the beginning of the episode or beginning of sort of uh, them showing the couple, they, they had a lot of baby talk, which to me personally is repulsive because my college roommate and her gross college boyfriend used to baby talk all the time. And we haven't let her, we haven't let her hear the end of it for the last like 10 years. So I, I really can't do it. I can't, I can't do baby talk. Why is a 15, 30 year old people, why are they doing that? Well, I, I am also not a big fan of baby talk. Um, I, yeah, I, 
I hate it. I hate it when I hear it. Mm-hmm. I think, have you myself, ever done it? That's what I'm trying. That's why I'm kind of, I'm trying to like racking through my brain, seeing if I I've think been you, I, th- it. I think, I think you have inadvertently. Well, well let, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some weird, <laughs> weird I can think, I can think of one specific instance. And that, and that specific instance, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> maybe you're thinking of that was the baby talk, but it was actually very different. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, but anyway, so the baby talk, I don't love it. Um, but I get it, you know, like lots of couples do it. It's Ugh. by far not the weirdest thing we're going to see on here. It's not the yeah, most uncomfortable, cringeworthy thing we're going to see. Um, but that brought up uh, an interesting question for me. And um, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what would you consider to be the weirdest thing or like the most like cringeworthy thing that you do in your relationship? Oh my God. Oh, probably a lot of things, honestly. Um, maybe the fact that we refer to each other as a nickname in front of yeah. anyone and everyone. We don't yeah. we don't talk to each other in our real names. So that's right. pretty that's pretty cringeworthy, I would say. That's yeah, I bad. will say I will say the nicknames you guys use are adorable. And once you're used to them and you know what they are, the origins, then it's like, right. but it's still weird. I mean, it's then, not. then it's like, then it's like, let's move on, you know, but I will say the first time I heard it, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to own that one. How about, how about you though? Oh, I don't know if we need to talk about that. <laughs> Should we open Pandora's box? That could be, that could be some discussion for another episode. Okay, um, that's I don't fair. I don't want us to get too derailed here uh-huh um, uh-huh well what are you so what are your thoughts speaking of relationship weird relationships what are your thoughts on the fact that jasmine has a roommate and she also has two children neither of which live with her for seemingly not great reasons i mean the first she said her first child lives with her ex-husband which okay you know she, you know normal custody agreement maybe that's her his the kid's primary caregiver that's totally fine the second one she said wasn't doing well in the city and had to move with her mom to the country but like why do you move I don't know um I don't love it I don't love this like arrangement that she has going on I have a lot of questions about it and listen like I am not one to judge people's parenting decisions Mm -hmm. um but I'm going to judge. Yeah, 100% decisions. we will judge. I'm not even one though to we are do not it, parents. I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, first of all, I really feel for the kids that they have to live apart from their sibling. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. just baseline. That seems like a pretty tough thing to do. But then, yeah. But then, so the one kid that she does have doesn't even live with her. She just shipped her, shipped her to Seems her very doable that they could figure out some sort of arrangement where like they live together. Um, but instead she lives in the city with a roommate. Um, and what's even more egregious, what's even more egregious is that Gino brought pregnancy tests <gasps> to Panama and are, they're talking about having more kids. I mean, she then disclosed to the audience that she is on birth control, but right. yeah, what? I, I mean, like, again, cool. a glimpse into the absolute train wreck that the season is going to be. Yeah. And that's just, that's, that's literally not even scratching the surface of this couple. 
Um, but I think that, you know, we covered, we covered the high points, you know, this, mm-hmm. this woman has an interesting home life situation. Um, <laughs> she's extremely insecure slash jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gino I, I pays for all of her Gino, plastic like, surgery. I'm, I'm scared for her, him too. And he pays for her plastic surgery, which again is a 90 day, just favorite staple. move. Yeah, yeah. It's staple. So I'm feeling it. good about them. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, this is going to be a great, great 90 day couple. Um, I, I hope Gino's okay. You know, right now, present day, I want to do like a wellness yeah. check on this. Gino, season. blink twice if you need help. Maybe I should just drive down to Canton. Just like it's do a quick, a quick track. <laughs> um, let's see. I'd like Jasmine to get some therapy. I think that would be really yeah. beneficial for her. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Do, do, I think, do. I think that's it. I think, I think there's that's a lot, much it. lot to come from this couple. So excited about their future. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, uh, stay tuned for more, but let's move on to Caleb and Alina. So this is so interesting. Honestly, I, I'm, I don't even know where to begin with this couple, but Caleb is a young man from the States, young American man who has fallen in love with a little person from Russia, Mm -hmm. uh, who I guess I met on social media 13 years ago, lost touch and now are in love. Um, Caleb, interesting guy. I mean, very interesting guy. Um, when I first saw him, he like really kind of didn't do it for me. Um, very first impression of him. I was like, this guy thinks he's the shit. Um, they had, they have like shots of him, like running shirtless in the desert. And he talks Mm -hmm. about like how active he is. And I'm just like, I don't care. Right. Um, but then he started, you know, talking about like his tarot cards and like, you're going to be into that. (laughs) (laughs) Like the weird things that he was into. And I was like, okay, I could, I could, I can get behind this guy. Um, so I don't hate him. I don't love him. I think that my attachment to him is going to ride on, you know, his entertainment value, to be honest. What have you got? What have you got to shock me? Yeah, I, I was, I think, I think I was initially excited because, you know, this is the first, this is the first time 90 day has introduced a sort of different ability diversity into the show. Right. So you have, you know, uh, a fully able man with a woman who has dwarfism and, and, you know, uses a wheelchair from time to time and things like that. So I'm interested by how that dynamic is going to play out, but honestly, I don't, I think this couple is going to bore me. I'm, I'm not, I'm not super, uh, hopeful. Um, I feel like the challenges that, yeah, that they're going to present to us are going to be mostly logistical and like right like for example like in the second episode the drama was that he didn't book a um like handicap accessible hotel yeah. he wasn't thinking about her needs that raised red which flags. is like super strange which is way. yeah which like that concern is very valid but like i'm not here for valid concerns i'm here for right. like jasmine thinking that gino's hitting mm-hmm. on the person the waitress that he's picking up at Chili's from. Right. Yeah. I'm here for like the irrational, mm-hmm. you know, the irrational things that really keep you up at night. Alina's concerns are all valid. And so are Caleb. So for that reason, I feel like, um, they might be a little bit boring. I will say so far, I am a huge fan of Alina. I think yeah, she's same. just like 
um, a firecracker. I think that she's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, I love, um, watching the relationship between her and her roommate, Elijah. Oh, Elijah seems like such a 10. Elijah is Alina's roommate. He's, he's joining her on this trip where she's going to meet Caleb for the first time. He just seems like, like everyone needs an Elijah in their life. Everyone needs a person there for them unconditionally. Um, before, honestly, there's not much to say about this couple and I'm super done to move on, but, but I did want to mention that I thought it was so fascinating when Caleb was packing for his trip and the three things that he highlighted were his protein power, his tarot cards and condoms. Those are the essentials. (laughs) Those are honestly the essentials for any trip where you're going to meet a romantic (laughs) interest for the first time. I think that's covered. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll all go to great use. Um, but like I said, let's see, let's see if they'll wow us. I'm not, you know. Yeah, we'll I'm see. Not, maybe, maybe, awful. maybe they will be like most improved couples or something. Yeah. Maybe they'll be one of no. our most improved, but, but for now, let's move on to <laughs> another Michigan couple. And for our, for our fans, Carolina and I are both Michigan natives. Okay. We are from the mitten. So seeing all these Michigan couples, <laughs> I mean, I am so excited. This woman, Memphis is from Muskegon. Yeah. I am so proud. You know, they're like, really putting us on the map. We are, we are on the map and I, I am so thrilled about it. Um, Memphis and Hamza. So Memphis, young woman from Muskegon, Michigan, and Hamza is a young man from, you guessed it, Tunisia. Um, (laughs) And, you know, what are we, um, so I think the one thing that I'm most impressed with here is Memphis, she seems like, I mean, she's a mother of two. She's a nurse practitioner. She seems like, you know, she's got her head on straight. She's a great mother. She has a great job. And yet she's like, not only am I going to Tunisia to mar- to meet this man, like we are going to get married on this trip. Yep. I have never met him before. We have spent zero time together physically, but like the marriage is happening, which is a really interesting take. Yes. What are your thoughts? So I feel like with 90 day, you have your flavors of people mm-hmm. and you, you, um, you come to like develop, you know, different varying levels of like empathy, sympathy with these people, patience, patience, like frustration, depending on, you know, what flavor they are. And we see Memphis, you know, as a flavor show up over and over again. And this is the type of, okay, I don't want to say character, like these are real people. <laughs> um, but this is the type of person that I really feel for. Because like you said, it seems like she has her head on straight, two kids, good career, like put herself through school, it seems like. Um, and she really is just craving like companionship yeah, and love. love. She wants to find that love and like got, I mean, she dedicates all of her time to her family, her kids, her job, probably. And she just wants someone that's going to like, you know, fill fill that love tank. And, And, you know, it it kills me that she's like, you know, there's no American men that work out for me. Girl, you are dating in Muskegon, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's. Can any of us find love in Muskegon? I don't know. Yeah. You uh, like, by all means, go outside of Muskegon. You don't have to go 
all the way to Tunisia. Tunisia. Like, damn, girl, you know? like, look in Chicago Rapids, or something. Grand Rapids? Yeah. Indianapolis. Traverse City, something. No. Yeah, like, it's, yes. I, I think, you know, you expanded your horizons a little bit too much. Too much. She's gone um, too far. But, so Memphis and Hamza, I mean, honestly, those are my thoughts on Memphis. Hamza, I know nothing about the guy. We, yeah, we really. really haven't. We really have. We haven't met his family. We haven't they, met they him. Haven't shown anything we haven't met him, him really. But okay, so this is a classic 90 day couple where it's like, we have such a good connection. Hit it right off the bat. I feel so close to him, whatever. Really, the only thing is the language barrier. <laughs> how is this? How does this keep coming up? People just don't talk to their part. They just, they're like, oh my God, yeah, we, we have such a deep connection, but we actually can't understand anything. They learn the a few person phrases. I love you. Sexy time. Sexy time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, but, but then, you know, I actually started thinking, I'm like, you know, is that the key? Like, uh, maybe not being able to understand what the other person is saying. <laughs> Once you start understanding things go down. Some <laughs> relationships. So you never know. I've never tried it before. I'm not going to completely knock it, but that's just something that shocks me every time is like, how did you think this was going to work? Like you guys don't speak the same language. This is giving me major flashbacks to Brittany and I'm forgetting the man that she was with. Oh my gosh. Yes. Brittany. And is the same situation. Young woman, Tunisian man. They couldn't really understand each other. There was a huge cultural difference. I mean, Brittany was out here like, you know, body. twerking in her yeah. in her in her best body suits, which like more power to you, girl. And and her man's was like a conservative Muslim Tunisian guy, you know. Like, like how did this how did this even come about? So we're gonna see, we're gonna see how this develops. Um, but in the meantime, loving all the Michigan. I love all the footage of Detroit Metro airport. Shout out to DTW, one of the best airports in America. Um, So we'll see what happens here. I'm excited for them to meet. I'm excited for them to meet. I'm excited for them to meet too. Um, Yeah. I don't, this is going to be one of those couples. They're not going to bore me. Um, This might just be, I mean, you see the writing on the wall from day one. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So this one is kind of more like every episode will be confirmation slash validation of your prediction that it's going to go up in flames. It's yeah. Yeah. And I, my, favorite quote, my favorite quote from the first couple of episodes though actually came from this couple. Oh, what, what is it? Um, it was the scene where Memphis was, I think, lingerie shopping with her friends mm-hmm. And um, her friends were like, you know, expressing the typical concerns that friends do. So you're going to go to this other country, meet this guy. Like, what if your personalities don't match? Like, you know, nothing about him. You don't, you haven't spoken his language. And she's like, yeah, that's why we're not getting married right away. I'm going to go there for a week. And then the next week we're going to get married. So like, it's all good. Don't worry. I have thought this through. Um, all we need is seven days baby exactly so I was just like oh okay um have not thought this through but like but but I'm here for it oh okay let's do it all right who's next on the docket next up we have Mike and Jimena so Mike is a 34 year old man from some town in New York Trell or Trill 
I honestly thought he was. I actually forgot where she's from. (laughs) Another Michigan man. Jimena is from Columbia. Yes, you're right. She's from Columbia. So this is, and she's, she's 24, he's 34. So which in the 90 day universe is basically the same age. Um, so, you know, a lot of great quotes from Mike. One is that he's never had a relationship, um, or hasn't in 20 years or something. I think he said he had had a girlfriend in high school. Um, Uh so that is cool. Uh, he, Clearly, you know, he seems just like an introverted sort of dorky dude, like nice guy, but like maybe a little socially awkward. He has two younger brothers who are like, you know, he's like five, four, his younger brothers are jacked and huge. And, you know, so that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, What, what, what do we think about? What do we think about this couple? We've really only met Mike. We don't know Jimena. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, We don't really know Jimena. Um, what do I think about Mike? So, Mike, 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 Mike. What do you um, think about his living situation? I actually think his living situation is really cute. Uh, yeah, I do too. Um, so Mike's living situation, yeah. So what, he's 34. He lives with his dad. Um, I think his mom passed, must've passed away like some time ago. Mm -hmm. They kind of talk about that a little bit. And, um, with them lives his 94 year old grandpa too. So it's kind of like three generations of the, of the Mike family living (laughs) under one roof. You can make a sitcom out of it. Um, I think it's really cute. His, his dad and his grandpa seem really, really sweet. And, um, you know, this kind of, this kind of warmed my heart a little bit because it's, you run into a lot of people in the 90 day verse as well, who have like gotten to the point of like searching for international love because, you know, they are too busy being primary caretakers or, mm-hmm. you know, they, ah, whatever Mike kind of falls into that bucket. Granted, I think if he was like living in a bachelor pad on his own, he would be in the same situation. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to use that as too much of an excuse, but I think Mike's a good guy. He, he's going to be one. Um, he's going to be one that frustrates me a little bit just because he's so clueless. He is so clueless and he's with a Latina woman, which, you know, based on what I know about my one sample size of you, <laughs> obviously I know other ones, but you're the ones that I, you're the one that I know best. I'm just not sure how that's going to work. I mean, to pull up a quote, one of my favorite quotes oh from gosh. Jasmine Latinas quote, Latinas cannot be tamed, unquote. And um, I just, I'm not sure what Jimena is going to do with this very mousy, very quiet, very um, clueless man. Yeah. So his friends brought up the concern that, you know, he's straight up just being scammed. She has 10 other mics out there. She's getting money from him. I think he's like helped her out with rent and like stuff like that before. What are your thoughts? Do you think she's completely using him or do you think there's something there? It's tough to say because we have, we have seen nothing from her yet. So Mm -hmm. I did see a clip from next week that shows that she may have not come to pick him up from the airport, which is the number one sign that this person does not love you if they do not come to greet you at the airport. So got it. Judge if it judging on that alone, I would say yes, it's a scam. Um, okay. But but uh 
she does ask him if he eats breakfast and lunch, you know, and he mentioned this to his brother, like, yeah, well, we really care about each other. She always asks me like if I've eaten, you know, three meals a day, which to me is hilarious because you and I are both first generation Americans, right? Our parents are immigrants. And this is the number one immigrant question of love, right? Is <laughs> have, have you eaten? eaten? Yeah. And if so, what? Uh, and was it enough? So, so I have to take, I got to take two, right? It's like, on one yeah. hand, she didn't come to the airport. On the other hand, she is worried about his food consumption, which is a number one sign of love for immigrants. So which one is it? I don't know. Well, I was going to check in with you. Is is not coming to the airport an immigrant thing also? Mm. Um, because, it, well, now I'll say my family's pretty good about like, yeah. Especially if you're going to another country, right? It's like, yeah, if we're in India, like someone's picking us up. We're not just like taking that. Us. Is true. That is true. Okay, so so we have we have a green flag and we have a red flag. Yep. So we shall yep. see where this couple goes. Um, we'll see. Yeah, Mike. I also a pet peeve of mine is he kept saying, "I've waited 34 years for this. I've waited 34 <laughs> years for love." And I'm like, "No, you you're 34 years old." Mm-hmm can't keep saying that you didn't come out of the womb waiting for love (laughs) that's just that's neither here nor there but like that's that was something that really just bothered me this episode and and to bring up your earlier question this is another couple that has a language barrier yes um so interested to see where this one goes I guess uh I'm, I'm excited to see more of the grandpa. I feel like the grandpa's really witty and sharp. I, I totally the grandpa is right. kicking. The sitcom thing, I would watch the hell out of that. Um, I'm so, excited for her her to uh, come into that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, they come, do they come over here in the season? Maybe not. I don't know if they come, but... Maybe that's just for the 90-day... No, it's 90-day No, day that's 90-day fiancé. Yeah. Yes, right. Okay. Normal. But if they do make it beyond this initial visit and she comes to the States, um, I'm going to love to see her try to function in that household. Oh my God. That is going to be really something. Um, All right. Well, let's move on to our last couple, Uh, a a crowd favorite and an old 90 day flame of baby girl Lisa. We have in the house, Soja Boy. Soja Boy. International Africa King or the King of Africa. He he called himself one of those things on this episode, which I was like, dude, you've been on one season, like. <laughs> um, and Kimbali, or Kimbali, Kim, uh, who is a fifty-some-year-old woman from San Diego. Soja mm-hmm. Boy is a music artist slash rapper from Nigeria who. Uh, to those of you who haven't been watching as diligently as Carl and I have, uh, was on a previous season of 90 Day uh, with another six-year-old American woman named Baby Girl Lisa. They mm-hmm. actually got married. Um, mm-hmm. And that erupted in absolute chaos and disaster. They are now divorced. And now he is uh, pursuing love with Kimbali. Kimbali. Oh, man. So first of all, when I saw Soja Boy was back, I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I am excited to see what hits he's been working on, you know? Yeah. I mean, his I will songs say, are catchy. 
I will say the song that he put out the first season was catchy. It was very, catchy. Um, you know, I, I won't say that I didn't play it a few. You times. got, you, you got to give credit where credit is due. Exactly. Right. So, Soja Boy. Okay. So, uh, so we're seeing him again. I, it's not surprising that he's going for another older white American woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know why. Like, is he really that hard up? I, I really think part of it is, and, and he made this very clear when he was dating baby girl, Lisa is the man wants us fame. Okay. And he says in this episode, clearly I want to become famous in the United States, like Jay-Z and Chris Brown, Chris Brown, (laughs) interesting choice. Um, and Michael Jackson, which let's take a brief pause to discuss Kimbali's obsession with Michael Jackson. Um, she has a tattoo of his lyrics. She has a fedora that he has signed. She, I mean, she's a super fan. Yeah. So I, I feel like Kim Bali is living <laughs> out probably one of her lifelong dreams, fantasies of uh, dating a, dating a uh, singer, a singer, a music star, a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like Kim. I think she's a sweetheart. I love her mom. Um, and that sucks because because I she's know getting we know where this is going. <laughs> we we all know where this is going. We've seen this play out time and time again. I mean, I think I literally said, like, when will these people learn? And I hope they never do because they are out of luck. They're out of luck. So who will we watch make terrible life decisions? Right. I mean, she, and, and she is so sprung. I mean, Kim is sprung for Soja Boy because she literally told her friends like, yeah, they're her friends brought up a, a, a normal concern, right? You're 50. He's 30. What about kids? You already have two kids of your own. And she said, oh yeah, I don't want any more kids, but he can marry a second wife to have babies. What? See, I think I miss this part. Um, what? But that's interesting. Yeah, she said it. So she was like, you know, I respect his culture, which I'm not sure if that's um, in the Nigerian culture. I'll have to read up on that. Um, and and if he wants to have a second wife to have babies, like that's cool, which which more power to you, Kimbali. But it just means I, th- I think the levels that they're at is so interesting, right? She's like, I'm ready to marry this man. I'm ready to give him yes. an- another wife. Yes. And he is like, we are not dating yet. We need to right. see where this goes. Right. She's so. a potential girlfriend. Potential girlfriend. And and she's already talking about sister wives. So. Which like, actually gives him a little bit more credit, a little bit more credibility for me. The fact that he's mm-hmm. not like, let's get married. You know, yes. I, I just want a ticket to the U.S., the fact that he's like, well, let, let's hold on. You know, I got burned by baby girl, Lisa. Like, mm-hmm. let's make sure that like, she's the right woman. Like, let's get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of got, I'm like, I'm like, so where are you in this for, man? Like, yeah. What are you in it for? Is it on? what's going on? I will say I would Maybe love just buying more screen time. Yeah. Which is a high possibility, but I would love to see him get some advice, maybe a crossover episode with Cody from sister wives. Oh my God. Because Cody, you know, take a brief pause, but Cody is going through an insane, you know, situation right now with one of his sister wives leaving him. And he is just like, 
just toe up on polygamy. So I'd love to see some some crossover action TLC if you can make that happen. I think it's a great idea. That would um, be great. That would be great. I don't watch Sister Wives, but um sometimes I forget to turn off the TV as one of my other <laughs> TLC shows is ending and so that one just pops up and it did look like that he that show their situation is going a bit off the rails. Oh, I think I've been watching Sister Wives for like 8 years now. Um and the man has four wives, one has just left you know, the compound. So it's, things are getting hot and heavy over there in the worst way possible. But anyway, Soldier Boy seems like, you know, he is the, the, the timing of the season. is just a little too perfect, right? He's dropping a new song. That's he's dropping true. a new music video. music video. TLC is filming it all. And mm. I, I get the feel that Kimbali is, is just in it for the, for the fame. I mean, she's in it for him, you know, to, to get some clout. And she's going to get her heart broken, but, but I hope not. Cause she seems like a nice lady, but she probably will, so. but she definitely will. So yeah. let's see if we eat our words, but I think before we wrap, I wanted to ask you uh, MVP and LVP from these past two episodes. Okay. What are your thoughts? Oh boy. Um, ooh. <sighs> Most valuable and least valuable players. Let's see. MVP, I'm going to have to give to. Oh, man. This is tough. Uh, I, know. I don't know whether to give MVP to like the person that I think is like the sweetest, nicest, like, you know, I'm here mm-hmm. for you. Or if I give MVP to like the biggest train wreck. Because like at the end Ooh. of the day, that's truly what brings me joy. That's true. I think follow your heart, girl. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Okay, so I'm going to give MVP to Jasmine because yeah. this girl. <laughs> Latinas cannot be tamed. Garstrick with my Latinas. And uh-huh. um, she is not going to disappoint me at no. all this season. Like, she's just going to give me so much joy. Joy. Nuggets of just, like, absolute insanity. So um, that's my girl, you know. We yeah, I think if we follow that, if we follow that logic, then LVP least valuable has got to be one of the one of the rational friends, like maybe Ingrid, who is <laughs> Memphis's foster. Get sister, her out of here, voice of reason. <laughs> who's off. just the voice of reason? Like, hey, sis, I don't know if this is the best idea for you to go marry a stranger. Uh, get her out. We don't need any of that energy in the. Season. We cannot have any good influences. Just None of that. Um, and then one last question. If you had to marry one person on this, on this season, who would it be? Three, two, one, answer. Sorry, I'm trying to keep my lunch down. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Just just first, first name that comes to your mind. Who would, you, who would you spend your life with? Ready, set, Well, I'm just, I'm just looking through this list. Who would I spend my life with? Dear Lord. Oh, <laughs> dear God. Um oh gosh uh, a lot of good a lot of good options okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to go with soja boy <laughs> i was gonna say the same thing and you're single right you're single now so you could really you could really envision like what would my life be like married to Soulja yeah boy? sadly i don't think i'm his type but but what is his type that is it that is something true. that i what is his type? Because he's, he's, ex- consist- he's consistent with the age range, but he's going back and forth on the brunette versus blonde. Um, and, they have and, very different personalities. 
very different personalities, but also, but also his ex-girlfriend that he wrote this song about Zara yeah. is a younger black woman. That's true. That's true. So what is your type soldier boy? Maybe. Uh, so maybe one. I'm not out of the running. I got an equal opportunity out, lover. I got to get into his DMs. That seems yeah. like the way in. It's like the way in. Um, but I think I would have to go him simply because like, you know, he's out here making music videos. We could travel. Um, maybe he'll write me a song. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's, you know, God. He, he, has he does have a nice course, smile. But he doesn't seem as dumb as some of these other guys. <laughs> you know like at least he's got his little hustle yeah Um, he's 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 out here hustling yeah what his music is not half bad who would you marry soja boy also Uh, i was gonna say soja boy but to keep things interesting man Mm. oh my god honestly (laughs) you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna pause on that question and come back next week when we've met all of the partners because yeah you know, I gotta, I gotta learn. Like, would I marry Hamza? Would I marry, would I marry Jimena? Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I gotta meet them. So, yeah. so let's, let's fair. touch That's base fair. next week. Um, but thank you so much for, for joining us on, on this first podcast of trash cast. We are so happy to be here. So happy you're with us. Any so closing happy. thoughts, Carl? Um, no, just that I am extremely excited for this season. Um, I think we're going to have a lot of good things coming our way. Um, and yeah. And we're so happy you're joining us for the ride. Thank you again. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye.